Welcome to the How to Win at Life podcast. My name is Toby Strong, and I'm going to give you maximum value in the shortest possible time to help you win at life. Here we go. A few months ago, I'm sitting at the dinner table with my wife, and we're doing our weekly family planning meeting. Now, this is just a 30-minute meeting that we have every week. We usually have it on a Monday night. We're just planning the next weekend, the next month. Uh, I guess the reason we started this was because we were sick of like rolling into the weekend and be like, oh, what should we do? Oh, it's too late to do that now. I wish we'd organized that earlier. And so this was just to make sure that we, we have our weekends planned out and also actually to cull a lot of things, like a lot of stuff we get invited to. And in the spot, in the moment, you're like, yeah, okay, sure. That sounds great. And then it gets closer to it and you're like, oh, I really just feel overcommitted. There's too many things happening in my life. So we use that family planning to actually, um, you know, cull a lot of things as well. So it's been super useful for us. But on this particular one, I had this really uneasy, like my stomach was in a knot. It just didn't feel right. And it was because I had a flight coming up soon. It was due to COVID. I hadn't been on a flight for ages. And it was like my first flight in over a year. I was really nervous about it. And it was quite strange because I'd never had a fear of flying before. But I think that I've, I've come to realize that since my son was born, Lewis is five years old now, I've developed this fear of, of a lot of things. And it's not so much about my own personal safety. I think it's more about just any risk scenarios that can potentially cause me to miss out on parts of his life. I, I don't know, I've just developed this weird fear. I'm, I'm, I assume most parents can maybe relate to that. One thing I tend to do when, when I feel these types of things is, I don't know where this has come from, but I really lean into them. And I'm sure everyone has these sorts of feelings occasionally, but I think most people tend to just sort of brush them off. What I tend to do is there's a signal here. There's a bit of fear. Let's really just take like five or 10 minutes and visualize this whole thing and visualize this worst case scenario and see at the end of it how it makes me feel and, and maybe what I want to adjust in my life to avoid, you know, that situation. And so I did. I, I, I imagined myself, you know, on this flight up in the clouds and this thing just falls out of the sky and I'm gone. And then I imagined you know, my wife and, and all the things that she'd have to do with, apart from just dealing with my death and, and the fact that she loves me, the admin side of it would be such a headache for her, like trying to work out my bank account, get into my bank account and, and the insurance and we have a self-managed super fund and all this stuff. So I was like, I should really tell her about some of these things just in case, you know, just, just in case something happens. And so at this family planning meeting, I started to explain, look, just in case, you know, it sounds ridiculous, I know, but just in case something happens, here's my login details from my bank. Here's our insurance details. Here's various other bits and pieces. And I could just see that her eyes were just glazing over and it was just like too much for her to remember. And I was trying to write it on post-it notes and stupid little things like that. I just realized it was, it, that just wasn't going to work. And so I thought, what do we do in our business in these sorts of situations? What we do is we write SOPs for everything. SOP, if you're not familiar with it, stands for Standard Operating Procedure. All it really is, is a fancy name for a Word document or a Google Doc or a Google Sheet or, or whatever. 
it's really just documenting and even can be handwritten SOP on, on a piece of paper. But it's really just like a simple one, two, three, four, follow this process if you don't know what you're doing. Because, you know, in the business, sometimes we somebody's sick and we're covering their role and we don't know how to do their role. And so we refer to the SOP. And it doesn't have to be perfect and it doesn't have to have all the details in there. But at least if it gives somebody a start on something, it's a good way to do it. So I decided to write an SOP for my death. Now, I know most people really don't like talking about death or even thinking about it. So this is a really risky topic for me to start this podcast with. But please just bear with me for a few more minutes. This could really change aspects of your life. And it certainly has for me. And I think you can get a lot out of it. Uh, So I'm just such a logical thinker. This makes just perfect sense to me. But from conversations I've had with other people about this, it seems like nobody else is doing this. Nobody that I know of, at least. So, yeah, I I encourage you to try this out. The first thing was LastPass. Like I, if you have trouble remembering your passwords, I highly recommend using LastPass or something similar to it. It's basically a tool, an app, which um, saves all of your passwords. And then you have like one master password to get in there. And then when you visit a website, it, it automatically populates the, the username and password in there as long as you're, you're logged in. And it's just an amazing tool. It's great. And then it, it also enables you to have all your passwords to be different. Like a, a lot of people have like the same password across everything, which is a terrible thing to do. So anyway, the, the first thing is Angela, my wife, like this is how you get into LastPass. And I write all these details in, you know, and then these are my banking details these are our insurance details, the accountant that we use. She never really has much contact with them. So there's all their details. Here's all my email passwords. Here's the passcode for my phone. Here's the details for our self-managed super fund and our shares. And we don't have many shares, but still for me to just disappear. And she would have no idea even some of the shares that we own or even where to look for them. So just documenting all of that stuff in this one document, showing how to go into all my bookmarks and then because I've got everything organized alphabetically in my bookmarks and that's really useful if you know to look there. But, you know, if I just disappear, nobody would know to look there. So I'm taking screenshots and I'm putting this in this document and I am doing Loom videos. If you've never heard of Loom before, this is another amazing tool. It's free to use, just sign up and you can do like a video screen capture of your screen and your mouse moving around and you can talk and it shows you in a little bubble down below and, you, and you're talking through and explaining things. And it's just a really efficient way to, uh, to convey a lot of information. So my SOP, again, this is just a fancy word for a, <laughs> for a Word document or whatever you want it to be, has videos, it's got screenshots, it's got login details. I finished this and I give it to her. It was just such an incredibly liberating feeling passing that over, it made me feel so much better about jumping on that flight. I was like, if I fall ahead of the sky, it's okay. Of course, I don't want that to happen. But I mean, if I don't have a choice in the matter, like if I just got hit by a train today, I'd feel so much better knowing that I've done everything that I can to put my family in the best possible scenario to deal with that. It's already going to be hard enough. So let's make it as easy for them as, as we can. We already have a, a wheel and all that sort of stuff. So that part of it's already taken care of. But if you don't have that, I highly recommend jumping on that as well, because that also was another really liberating feeling, just knowing that 
you know, if anything happens, then it's the family's taken care of. All right, <laughs> that's my share. That may not be what you were expecting from this podcast, but I really hope you get some value from it and be well. I'll see you in the next one. Just a quick little PS. I was listening to this podcast a few days after I recorded it and I was just a little bit worried that I may have given the wrong impression as far as like all the security, the passwords and the passcodes, all that stuff for me lives in LastPass still. I'm not laying out like complete access to things in this document. I'm, I'm giving directions, go to this website. This is the username, but then showing you have to go to LastPass to actually get the password just in case, like if this falls into the wrong hands, if, if some cyber criminal gets their access to this, you don't want them having access to your entire life. And in some cases, that means being a little bit cryptic in parts of the document literally saying something to your family and then having a little remember, remember when I told you like do this and then sort of do physical things as well, like go and check this space under the bed or whatever for some password. <laughs> for my password into LastPass, I've set out like these little breadcrumbs and there's like five steps that my family have to do that only they would be able to do and it involves lots of checking physical places and doing things. And so you just have to be cautious of that. Okay, that's all for now. See you later.